Hi everyone, I am back. Welcome to a new episode of Understanding the Misunderstood. I am so excited to be back here with you guys, and I know I've taken a pretty long break from posting, but I just wanted to come back on here and, you know, release an episode that I'm really proud of, really excited to talk about, and I think it's perfect timing just before I start my senior year. I think that this topic is something that's going to be very helpful for a lot of people, especially now, uh, depending on, you know, if your school just started or if you've been in school for a little bit. Today's episode topic is going to be clinical depression. And the reason I'm excited about this episode is because I think that when people say that they're depressed, it is the most like misused term and misused mental disorder out of them all, in my opinion. And I think that it's really important for us to talk about it because there's a lot of misconceptions relating to depression that need to be debunked and are really important for us to talk about. So I just want to hop right into it. So... According to Mr. Google, depression is defined as, quote, a mental health disorder characterized by persistently depressed mood or loss of interest in activities causing significant impairment in daily life, end quote. So there's a lot to really talk about here within this one definition, but when it's talking about like persistently depressed moods or loss of interest, like I have the question what do they mean by a depressed mood so I kind of dove into this a little bit more and it's characterized by feelings of sadness and loss of interest in activities and what I wanted to talk about is how I would define depression in my own words being someone who has suffered from this disorder for years and in my own words I feel that depression could be defined as a constant mood of hopelessness, sadness, discouragement, defeat, almost as if you consume the darkness that surrounds you. So this is a very dark way to put it, but it's very accurate with how depression makes you feel. Because I saw someone say once, it's like having a mind that wants to die, but a body that wants to live. This quote was one that I found on a TED Talk called What is Depression? And someone in the comment section named Dante McMillan defined it this way. As I said, saying that depression is like having a mind that wants to die but a body that wants to live. And I think that this quote is so powerful because it truly encaps- it truly captures the way that depression makes a person feel. So now that we're talking about like ways that we should define depression as something that is really disturbing and a very haunting sensation that you have on a day-to-day basis, I wanted to talk about ways that we should not be defining depression. A lot of people like to say that depression is a personality trait or weakness, But a way that we should not define depression is exactly this way. 
Depression is not a personality trait, weakness, etc. It is a medical condition that someone cannot will their way out of. Now, additionally, another way that we should not be defining depression is that depression is a phase. Depression is not a phase. It is an ongoing state of hopelessness, shame, sadness, tiredness, and defeat. Now, something that I really wanted to cover in this episode is that there is a huge, huge, huge difference between having depression and feeling depressed. And this is why a lot of the time people who have depression feel almost taunted when people say on the day-to-day basis, like, I'm so depressed, I, I have depression, whatever, when they don't. It's because there is a huge difference between, again, feeling depressed, having this you know, temporary emotional state versus having depression, which is ongoing and never ending. So a way that I wanted to differentiate the two, as I said, is having depression is ongoing and never really ends no matter what you are doing. Feeling depressed is an in-the-moment or short-lived experience when something bad or upsetting happens. What I wanted to really point out is that it's very important to differentiate between the two because it is very common in our day-to-day language for us to use the words, I am depressed, when this might not be accurate and someone is only experiencing a depressive mood or moment. So the reason that this really takes away from people who actually have depression is because they feel that their experiences are something that you know everyone kind of experiences but depression is not depression is something that should be normalized sure in our day-to-day life but not something that everyone should feel that they can hop on like a bandwagon and say i have depression or i am depressed because that really takes away from the validation that people who actually have depression need So for a quick moment, I just wanted to go through the symptoms of depression and possible treatment options that are available. And then again, like our normal segment, go into the misconceptions that I really wanted to highlight. So some of the most common symptoms of depression are feelings of emptiness or sadness, reduced interest in activities, lack of energy and constant fatigue, irritability, pain and other physical changes, sleep disorder, loss of appetite, and lack of concentration. So I just quickly wanted to go through um, two of the most common types of um, antidepressant medicines available that are really helpful. And depending on your, you know, personal chemical makeup, one or the other might be more effective. So there are two different types that are very popular. There are SSRIs and SNRIs. So SSRIs are selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, and SNRIs are serotonin and norepinephrine reuptake inhibitors. So just to differentiate the two, SSRIs increase serotonin levels in the brain, while SNRIs increase both serotonin and norepinephrine levels. So speaking from personal experience, I have tried two different antidepressants which are the SSRIs and essentially the first one didn't really work as well for me so it was kind of a weird process to try and see which ones would be the most effective so I was first taking Prozac which was not really helpful for me at all I didn't see any changes in my mood 
And so I switched to Zoloft and it has been a lot more helpful for treating not only depression but also anxiety. However, in conjunction with that, I wanted to talk about the fact that depression is not only treatable with medications but also psychotherapy with mental health professionals is very helpful. Again, speaking from personal experience, me meeting with my therapist once a week has significantly helped with a lot of the disorders that I deal with, including depression and anxiety and OCD. And I think that it's really important for you to know that seeking treatment is very important and putting yourself first to try and heal what is hurting is going to make your life so much better. And I'm telling you that it does get better once you start to take that risk and go into this uncomfortable position where you have to ask for help. So now we're going to start talking about the common myths and um, misconceptions about depression. So this is all on Unity Point Health and these are myths about depression debunked and I wanted to just get started right away. So the first one is that depression is all in your head, which is obviously not the case and let me tell you why. Depression is a psychological, social, and biological disorder. It's chronic and takes treatment to manage. So essentially, people who have depression can't shut it off. It's not something that just goes away if we think about it hard enough. And it's essentially like a sickness. You can't, you know, stop being sick and just think yourself out of being sick. This is the exact same thing. Depression is exactly the same. And it's just as hurtful and harmful to our bodies as a sickness. And in conjunction to that, it's not something, as I said, that we can shut off. Another myth is that depression is only brought on by a traumatic event. And while traumatic events can cause depression, it's not always the case. A traumatic event does not cause depression, but it may heighten an already existing issue that will eventually um, cause depression because of the way that your brain responds to that traumatic event. Another myth is that depression medication is the only management option. And as I said before, there is therapy and research has been showing that cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, is especially effective in helping people with depression because it focuses on working on thinking patterns, emotional responses, and behaviors for a better day-to-day functioning. But something that I wanted to mention is you don't have to really choose one or the other, medication or therapy. You can also do both, which which is something that I have done that I have felt is very helpful. Another myth is that depression is a part of normal day life, but it is not. Depression is also not a normal part of getting older, and even though your life can go through many changes, feeling depressed does not have to be permanent. Another myth is that if a family member has depression, you will have it too, but this is actually not the case because research indicates as much as 50% of major depression has a genetic component. However, that's only 50-50 chance. Overall, as I said before, it's a combination of genetic and external life experiences that basically can trigger depression to surface. 
Another myth is that depression looks and feels the same for everyone. And just like every single mental disorder, each one is different for everyone. Everyone experiences each disorder differently if they have it. And it is very important for you to realize that whatever you read online about depression looking a certain way or feeling a certain way is only from a one-sided experience. Depression can look so many different ways. It can be someone not wanting to get up in the morning, get out of bed, or it can look like someone who looks like they have all of their stuff together and have everything figured out. It really doesn't have a specific look. And that's why there's such a big stigma surrounding depression, and which is why I really want to highlight this specific topic. The next misconception is that women are the only ones who get depressed. This is something that I'm going to be talking about very heavily in another episode, just about the difference between men versus women mental health. And something that I just wanted to quickly touch on is that Um, depression in women is higher than men but not by very much and every single person no matter how they identify can be depressed and experience depression another misconception is that depression is the same as feeling sad this is a huge misunderstanding that we have in our society because a lot of people as i said have kind of adopted this way of defining depression as something that is only sadness or only characterized as feeling down or tired but it's actually a lot more than that and it can take many forms as i said before the next misconception is that depression is not a big deal clinical depression is a serious condition that causes those who suffer to withdraw from loved ones take serious risks start conflict with others etc it requires treatment and it requires attention, and it requires support, and it is a very big deal. Finally, our last misconception is that depression is a sign of weakness. This is not the case. Depression is not a sign of weakness. As I said, it's a biological and psychological condition that has nothing to do with how strong you are. You don't have to manage your depression alone. There are people out there who want to help you, and who want to give you the support that you need. I promise. That is why there are so many people out there who are trying to fight the stigma surrounding depression and other mental disorders. So there is going to be someone out there who loves you, cares about you, and wants you to get better. The last thing I'm going to say is that if you feel that you are struggling, and if you feel that you are alone, or that there is no one out there who cares about you enough to support you I just want to give you a sign that I am that person who wants to see you thrive and happy and that I am the person if you believe no one else is out there who wants to see you rebuild yourself and heal because that is what you deserve that is what every single person on the planet deserves Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this episode resonated with you in a positive way and kind of helped you to understand yourself a bit better. And I hope that you guys have a great rest of your day and I will see you in the next episode. Goodbye, you guys.